<laughs> uh, okay, so we're here. Like we're talking about Frasier. Uh, the boys are in the house. Let's go around. Uh, Alex. Elliot. Zach. Idris. Welcome. Let's rock. It's beautiful. We watched some Frasier. We did Frasier inside the giant dome piece of <laughs> Frasier looking out through the eyes of Frasier at the world through Frasier's eyes. It's a resplendent dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, a dome of religious significance. I didn't real like really realize how big his head was until I was with a group of people. <laughs> I felt more safe. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, I kind of want to paint a fucking Michelangelo scene on that. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the personal disquiet of experiencing the head by yourself versus like the emotional, yeah. emotionally bolstered by the. Yeah, it's like I don't want to really truly. Like realize it's that big when I'm by myself. <laughs> you need like a group to like. Yeah, it's like that. seeing like a ghost or something when you're by yourself. <laughs> it's a lot easier to digest if you're like with somebody. Well, I've been in denial because he's always had that head. Right. I just it just never seemed. Well, you know, yeah. It's huge, obviously, right. but it's mm-hmm. like it's it's how he's presented himself all this time. So maybe. Maybe that's how a dome is supposed to be. Well, his dome is supposed to be. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe my, my dome is too small. Yeah. In a way, that, and it, that's exactly what interacting Frasier is like. Interacting with Frasier is like. He's just like, well, I'm going to manipulate you. <laughs> Make you feel stupid. So first ep that we watched was, we don't know the titles of any of these. We're just going to uh, refer to them by like their main theme. Uh, so get ready for that. First one we watched, I'm going to call Ski Lodge. So it is called the Ski Lodge. Okay, yeah. fair well enough. So the you, Ski Lodge. You, you nailed it. Uh, I felt like this one was, I don't know how you guys felt. I felt like it was their attempt at like a classic farce. Yeah. Just let's get four fucking doors. Everyone goes in and out of them. There's sex involved. It's gonna get raunchy. It's gonna get rowdy. And yeah, it was like a it was like a play. A yeah, really, really good, funny play. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> In twenty two minutes. Yeah. So it it starts. Wow, we watched enough Frasier that I'm having a little little trouble here. But right. um, who who R- wins it? Who Roz. Uh, Roz wins a church raffle. Um, that she is very uh, rude <laughs> to the church lady about winning. <laughs> She's hateful towards the church yeah, lady. Yeah. She Which like, church, church lady's asking her for stuff all the time. Yeah, and yeah. her I eyes. And then she just blasts the lady when she walks <laughs> and looks like, look, I don't got nothing yeah, for you anymore. I bought anymore. your cookies. I did your fundraiser. I did your bake sale. Now fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like a great, a great Christian soldier, this lady's like, well, I'm sorry that you just had just too much of yeah. of whatever it is, but I just came by to let you know that you've won a church rally. Yeah. <laughs> sorry so to bother yeah, you. Sorry yeah. to bother you. I'll be yeah. going now. I'm in the process of turning the other cheek, but while I do that, here's some free <laughs> tickets for a weekend at a ski lodge. <laughs> yeah, because godly shade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Roz is godless. I mean, obviously. Oh my gosh. True, but yeah, yeah, in, but, a, in yeah. a cool way. Yeah, in an extremely cool way. <laughs> yeah. She has to be the most human character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's the homie. Yeah, for sure. She's the homie. Uh, and this this weekend, also, it features uh, ski ski instruction by an Olympic um, athlete. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Former yeah. Olympic athlete, Guy. Yeah, Guy. Yep. French, we, Frenchman. We f- yeah, we first see him carrying a bag with a baguette sticking out of the top, which is... Oh, I missed that. Yeah, he had that, a baguette? Yeah, real? He had, it could have been like... It was it was clearly meant to represent a baguette, but it was in one of those long bread bags that you sometimes see. At yeah. the, so that, that could mean that they could not procure a baguette on, on the day of filming <laughs> right. and just had to put some like shit into a long bag. <laughs> right. He looked hella cool coming in though. Yeah. Like no, 
wearing sunglasses, cool like tech snow jacket. Yep. Yes. Nice uh, sweater. An out of control French accent. Uh, here yeah. I am. I am Guy. <laughs> yeah, Guy. It was. T- it's too. It's too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a terrible accent. It was. It was so on the nose. Um. Oh yeah. So uh, it's. Uh, let's see. Roz trades the. Um, the free weekend right, with the instructor up at the lodge at Mount Baker. And also, you know, in 1994 or whatever, how do you find out if you're a production assistant or like a writer's assistant, how do yeah. you find out that Mount Baker is like a legitimate ski destination in, That's a good in the question. Northwest? Do you just have to call around? I would say you, yeah. Word you, of mouth. Well, I would yeah. say you, I was thinking like a brochure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like brochure. Oh, I haven't used that word in a while. You're not Googling it, that's for sure. <laughs> I think no. back then they had that at like gas stations, yeah. right? Like maps <laughs> yeah. oh, and shit. brochures Dude. of uh, stuff to do stuff in the do? state. <laughs> I, I would bet you anything the Fraser Writers Room had like Rand McNally Road Atlases. And, <laughs> and in there you can find ads for like vacation type stuff. So I bet you that's what They're always did. dropping, yeah, local. Yeah. References. Uh, I will say they do their homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, they're informed. They're erudite. Yeah. The capable researchers likely all wrote some sort of thesis. Oh, uh, probably. They're way. Yeah. I was saying. I noticed that one of the ex- uh, exec producers was an old school Simpsons guy. So you know they're they're qualified. Um, Elliot, you were saying. Oh yeah. So she she trades the the tickets. To yeah, tra- trades tickets to Fraser, and then Fraser ends up putting together. Quite a rag and tag bunch of uh, yeah. <laughs> ski vacationers. Yes. Uh, so um, Fraser is obsessed with Daphne's tall blonde friend, right? Uh, former rugby, former rugby star. Yeah, with yeah. just an amazing Cockney accent. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah. I can't remember that character's name. I'm dying. Uh, I don't remember either. She's obsessed with down. Niles. Uh, mm-hmm. Niles is obsessed with Daphne. Mm-hmm. Guy is obsessed with Niles. Mm-hmm. Daphne is obsessed with Guy. Mm-hmm. Frazier's obsessed with the rugby star. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin doesn't get to fuck. No, uh, no. Martin is left he's out. Not in, he's sexless. No, he's he, neuter. Yeah. He's <laughs> deaf yeah. for half the episode because he has a cold. Yeah, he's, a, <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just getting everyone drunk and misinforming everyone. Yeah, and just, he's like the nexus of misinformation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The kitchen is like the chaos zone. Yeah. Yes. He's making Martin is in there making hot buttered rum, which is that is like the agent of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Martin in that episode is like what Facebook kind of is today. Wow. Is like people are going and connecting without talking to each other. Damn. And then just getting misinformed by this warped information. Coming from an wow. old guy. Coming from <laughs> coming an old, from guy. old guy. People are like, um, Grasping at the most extreme romantic straws, stalking yep. each other's profiles, right. uh, yeah. misinterpreting things, unable to figure out whether someone yep. is single or in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's <And> true. <laughs> this this happened during the age of innocence, where it happened between physical people. Now this all happens behind avatars, Second Life uh, Le- kind <laughs> of polygonal yeah, uh, <laughs> late night deep feed likes on Instagram. Right. Oh, like the accidental <laughs> like if you're scrolling through. Or the on purpose like, baby. Hey, yeah, that's true. Right. Because we're all scared of the accidental <laughs> that's like. That's a message unto itself. Like, but what if you go for it? Yeah, like, I did that. Yeah, I liked like, I this liked picture that. of you now uh, it's, on vacation yeah. three years ago. Now it's up to you. <laughs> yeah, it's on to you. What are you going to yeah. do with this information right. yeah. you have about me? <laughs> you know about it now. <laughs> Balls in your court, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Which is actually, it really is what's going on in this episode where there's That's just true. so many balls in this court. Uh, there's a lot of, every room's a court. Every <laughs> basketball game has like three to four 
balls, which is not how basketball is played. <laughs> they're right. supposed to be one. And there are more than two teams on every court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but I actually ha- I've experienced real feelings of anxiety about like how it was going to end. <laughs> like as it was as the, the farce like elements were piling up as, as like the confusion and the doors were opening and closing and people were rushing into rooms and it was a hundred miles an hour kind yeah. of thing. It was who, moving really fast. Who walks in like, on Fraser and he like busts the champagne and yeah. the classic phallic symbol? So gross. <laughs> that was probably the grossest thing we saw all day was <laughs> Fraser holding this bottle of champagne right where his crotch would normally be shirtless, shirtless. in bed. The door opens and he just pops the cork immediately and uh. makes like a just he's just like oh yeah. Oh it's <laughs> subtle. Yeah, oh, very <laughs> we saw a lot of like naked from the waist up Frasier in yeah. this mm-hmm. quad <laughs> quartet of episodes. And, and his bot not to you know, not to body shame. I'm not exactly a model these days, but <laughs> hey, you're uh, looking nice, I think <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> not putting yourself out there. Those, yeah, much you're afraid. also not just whipping <laughs> the old shirt off and saying, "Feast your eyes, <laughs> feast your eyes." But who was it that said that he looks like a, a collection of rectangles? Yeah, <laughs> I think that was he's uh, geometrically just 90 degree angles all over that dude's body. <laughs> if you made a sculpture of a man from just rectangles, that's that's Frazier. <laughs> There's a yeah. big block, uh, and you just you know. Somewhere well, his head's kind of a square too. <laughs> <laughs> True. Like his head's a square, then you move down to like his pecs, which is like a rectangle, like four by two. <laughs> and then like then his trunk below that is just like a little bit less Actually, it's it just goes straight down from his back. Like, his whole torso is a rectangle. He's got no ass. Yeah. He's got yeah. a long ass back. <laughs> long back, like no legs. Yeah. Yeah, he's got spindly kind of brutal legs. Uh, Surprisingly uh, thick arms, though. Like. Yeah, there was definition. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got old man strength. I yeah. Mean, oh yeah. <laughs> or does he? Uh, it's hard to say, but you could calculate the area um, of his body pretty easily because mm-hmm. you're just looking for height. Uh, with yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just multiply the yeah. dimensions yeah. there. And <laughs> no complex shapes when it yeah. comes to Kelsey Grammer. He's a cubist. He's a cubist. <laughs> <laughs> He's a living cubist. <laughs> I, one of my notes I wrote down was, can't believe they allowed Fraser's naked chest on TV. <laughs> Little knowing that that would show up in every episode that we watched. Yeah, uh, again, like all the problematic misogyny and racism and then Fraser chest. Yeah, yeah. Well, it all adds up. That stuff I can believe they allowed on TV because it was the 90s. <laughs> Uh, some quotes that have been written down for this episode. Um, I don't remember what this is from, but it's, she'll be ready for the ball in no time. Oh, because he's talking about how he was going to transform Daphne's, like, coarse, uh, common uh, uh, friend into, like, some kind oh, of fucking right. sophisticate. It or, was like, a, I don't know, it dude. Was like a sh- it was like a shoehorned reference to My Fair Lady. <laughs> he's like, I finally get to be Rex Harrison in My Fair Lady. <laughs> he said that? Are you serious? Uh, he said the actual character, like, I can't remember the actual character name but he said it's like she was like eliza doolittle and he would be like whatever the humphrey whatever what, an, I don't what know. a piece of shit <laughs> truly what a fucking truly. brute wait uh, is this the episode where roz is describing her and said that yeah. she'll make bo Derek look like bo diddley oh no that's her that? <laughs> that's her blind date friend which yeah i want to come back let's come okay. back to that that's let's we'll we'll get to that holy let's shit come back yeah. to that. <laughs> Uh, oh man! <laughs> Frazier walks out in like a silk, a blue ass silk robe, <laughs> and he says that you'll have to register this dressing gown with the love police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the brothers Crane, their idea of like what to bring on a ski weekend are these elaborate dressing gowns <laughs> yeah, to, to right. use their own 
words. Who said uh, that Nauzas was ten grand? Oh yeah, I, I'm Elliot. guessing. Like yeah. it, it's the 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 fabric was so thick. It was like a yeah. royal. It looked thick, but green. it looked soft. It looked yeah. soft. yeah, it looked like yeah. it was embroidered. It looked like yeah. it had gold, like filigree. If that's <laughs> can, a thing. Can you imagine just being a fly on the wall, or even like being like a shopper close by when the Brothers Crane are just dumbing out at Nordstrom? <laughs> Dude, I would love that. They're yeah. level four. Or imagine fucking. being their personal shopper. Oh, that shit would be fun. Who yeah. I would imagine is named amazing. Francois. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the all their connects name. are named Francois. Yeah. <laughs> Waiter. Yeah. Uh, some we'll get to that in a while. But like, who is Niles on the phone with? Where he's like setting up for his date, and he's ta- and it's yeah, something for with Francois. His Francois, Francois. But like, who is that guy? What is his role? Oh, they show Francois. Oh, is shit. he the Mater D at their yeah their okay. best restaurant? Yeah, okay. there, there's an episode where um, I can't remember exactly what the problem is, but either Fraser wants to buy a piece of art that's on the wall for um, Martin for his at the restaurant. Night. Yeah, from the restaurant. It's like a picture of a tiger or something, and nice. um, Francois sells it to someone else. So there's a there's a screw. There's a Ouch. there's a, a mix. There's a mix up. <laughs> With how much money those boys spend at Francois's place, you would expect him to like hook him up with the painting first. But Dang. yeah, you think so? Yeah. What I if mean, they're not Francois's like greatest customers? What if Francois yeah. actually doesn't really like them that much? That could be. What if they're terrible tippers? Yeah, uh, I would imagine that they're definitely terrible tippers. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know. I think they probably guap out Francois, but they're not like dropping bills at Nervosa. Right? No They're way. probably not tipping no, at all. No, you've seen them treat the staff like shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. At, at Cafe I, I think it's a it's an act of God that they're not doing like the thing where they lay out $5 and every time oh. the server does something they don't like, they take away a dollar. <laughs> What? That's I don't know. That's something I heard about. <laughs> like, yeah, that, like, extremely like fucked off. I've seen uh, John Lithgow do that on Third Rock from the Sun. Brutal. And wait, uh, that's actually cool. I was thinking of John Lovitz. John John, uh, John, Lovitz. John Lithgow John that is cool. Radio <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there was a like um, someone proudly tweeted that they had done this last yeah, week or yeah, something. Yeah. But I think, it's, I think it's fake. I think it's like a Marine Todd sort of situation where it's like clearly a fake story that someone tried to like. I'm gonna make a real life parable. I hope so. So when I dealt with just uh, shit bags and fuckheads as a waiter, <laughs> like uh, there were a lot of terrible, terrible moments and times, and uh, sure. I thought I thought a lot about like refusing a tip as a way of wow. shaming. Um, if someone had pulled that move, I would have been a impressed, and then I would have countered with that power move. Yeah, and I think that we would have come to some sort of understanding. Yeah, that uh, actually become best friends. Would be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like so damn, dude, you were total asshole to me, and our best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's too real. But uh, okay, okay, ski lodge. What um, else have we got on the list here? Another quote. I think this is a uh, David Hyde Pierce special. Um, I'm surprised by nothing. <laughs> I don't know what that's in reference to now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no that was Guy. Oh, yeah, Guy. I'm surprised right, by right. nothing. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, I mean, because he's, he's like going in on hitting on Niles, and right. uh, Niles is just like so fucking, just so fucking who, <laughs> ridiculous. Who do you think had the smoothest game? Oh, Guy. Guy. I think so too. Yeah. Surprised by nothing. <laughs> yeah. How he uh, Elliot really picked up on how he said room every time. Uh, room. Yeah, room. 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 Yeah, room. Room. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and then fi- the final quote I have uh, it was there's like a moment where Fraser, one of his many like self-serving kind of like pathetic laments, it was he's talking about like there's hormones bouncing all across the walls, but no one was chasing me. <laughs> right. No, no, no. So the line is uh, hormones, practically. <laughs> right. Ricocheting off the walls. 
<laughs> yeah, that was at the the end after everything had been after everything kind was of, unraveled. Yeah, mm-hmm. after we found out that um, Guy was gay and was pursuing mm-hmm. Niles, and after we found out that um, that didn't no one want. <laughs> Want Fraser? No one. Fraser just broke down. Right. <laughs> he was. He had a towel. He had full, full uh, square bod. Uh, yep. He had uh, his like fucking uh, pop bottle. Just, <laughs> just no, empty. Yeah. Just yeah. Super fucked Spent. off and dying and just like he's actually on his way to leaving the room and then he's like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Am I am I going insane? <laughs> I've had a narcissistic thought. I need to share <laughs> with everyone. He needed to know. He yeah. Or he needed to have that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I mean, someone else must have perceived this differently. This is your final right. chance to admit that <laughs> yeah. one of you were pursuing me. <laughs> um, before the New Year's over, does anyone want to admit that they have a crush on me? <laughs> <laughs> can, can we go back, though, to... It's kind of... There's like a turning point, I think, where everybody was just chilling out, and then the only two people who like started wearing different stuff was like, Frazier and Niles come in when everybody's hanging out in their robes and everybody's still dressed. <laughs> that's <laughs> and right. that's just like super weird. But then as people are getting rummed up because Martin is making his like special buttered rum, mm-hmm. it's like people are starting to loosen up. But I couldn't help but notice that they started that before everybody was kind of drinking. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like they just showed yeah. up. That's a really good observation. Yeah. <laughs> so it should have been weird. There should have been, if, if this weren't a 22-minute sitcom, there should have been a couple of minutes spent on people being like, what is with these guys? Yeah. Why are they in robes? They're all so conditioned to it. True. <laughs> they don't, they, they, you know, it's like, oh, the Crane Boys at their ease, taking liberties, mm-hmm. uh, slipping into something comfortable. Uh, Dressing gowns. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know... Um, uh, this is our cabin, you know, mm-hmm. just a just a this is our cabin I, feel. I think too, like this was. There's a pattern that we'll kind of find out about talking about the rest of the episodes. But I think this started was part of it where Fraser was like giddy and excited about taking advantage of women who are drinking. Yes, that happened <laughs> yeah. in most, if not all, of these four episodes that we picked pretty much randomly. <laughs> Dude, but then Martin, Martin is like, yeah, and then, you know, the way I proposed to your mom was by getting shit-faced. That's and, true. Uh, yeah. At least, love and, love and alcohol right. are an important part of the Crane family At least he made, it, he made it at least that he needed to to get drunk to ask her to marry him, not like to trick her into having sex with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it, it's true. Martin is a better person than Fraser. Much yeah. better, yeah. By 100,000% probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else about Ski Lodge? Um, I think that covers it. Let's pass these ep sheets around. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to lead us through Blind Date, a.k.a. Fraser Cucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this has one of my favorite Fraser lines of all time, which is where um, Fraser's on the on a date with a friend of Roz's. She's very attractive. Uh, it's a blind date. Fraser is excited, and then Bulldog comes in and just blows him fucking out the frame completely, just dominates <laughs> yeah. him and throws him in completely like two off. minutes. Yeah, like straight up puts him on a rocket into space and says yeah. goodbye. Uh, <laughs> and Fraser's desperately trying to hold on, but um, he can't uh, bring up anything that's relevant or interesting to his date because he cannot uh, see outside of himself uh, at all. Exactly. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, he said, 
<laughs> so I actually remember the line wrong, but uh, Bulldog and uh, his bl- and Fraser's blind date are fucking hitting it off to the to a maximum degree, and Fraser tries to interject with uh, something like, "Me and my brother Niles were arguing about whether Stephen Sondheim is considered opera light." Oh, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Legendary line <laughs> that, that shook, shook the world. <laughs> International headline news. Is this the Bo Diddley one? Yes. This, yeah. is, this is the Bo Diddley yeah, one. Yeah, so what is that line again? So, of course, Roz is trying to hook him up with this ex-pro golfer. Who's and it, way out of his league. Well, but he doesn't know what she looks like, and he makes like a comment like, oh, uh, yeah, like, you, you know, she pro- she's probably ugly because right. she's a female golfer. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's he, he walks out of the fucking that's room. That's like, the subtext. <laughs> he, he turns, he's like, yeah, I don't want that. And he walks out of the room, and then Roz brings him back in mm-hmm. with, she will make... She's or she, ma- a, she makes uh, Bo Derek. Yeah, she's got a body that makes Bo Derek look oh, like Bo Diddley. A great line, but it's also like, I shower next to her at our gym, and yeah. I can confirm, right. Frazier, that she's got a body that makes <laughs> And then Frazier's like, like out of the recording studio, and then you see him peek his head back in when she makes that comment. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting. The dog. He's a dog. He's, he's a dog. He's a dirty he's a dog. dog. He's oh, like, and, okay. And he also says something like... Um, I'm sure she can find the right. Oh, she's a female golfer. Golfer. I'm sure she can find the right man. Yeah, right. Oh, right. Feels like mid mid nineties. Um, you know, just weirdness uh, and discomfort around the idea of 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 non heterosexual yeah. or yeah. whatever. Just anything not heteronormative or kind yeah. of shaming how female golfers dress. Yeah, yeah at that time. True. I I. Truly thought when you were re- retelling that line, I truly thought you were going to say, I'm sure she can find the right hole. And I was like, it can't be that. It can't be that. I would have noticed that. Oh, standards and practices at NBC wouldn't have let that pop. I mean, I think in the writer's room, they had a giggle and a, a oh. implied. It came uh, up. Um, <laughs> it came was, up and everyone was like, listen, that's great. <laughs> also, Frazier uh, said that um, Daphne's... Uh, uh, he implied that Daphne's rugby friend was ugly because and called her an avalanche risk. Oh, right. really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, D- Daphne, we don't need your like rugby woman. Uh, to she's <laughs> oh, an avalanche risk. That was before <laughs> they left. Yeah, yeah. yeah before, right. he before he saw, he saw her. her. Right. So he that's just like that's another theme where he just thinks that women who do anything like not traditionally feminine must be like hideous dogs. <laughs> Which might be linked to the fact that um, Fraser and Niles engage in some of the most like effete, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. dainty activities. So I guess <laughs> right. anyone right. who doesn't do that stuff is is a hulking menace to them. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh, that's... I yeah. mean, that's part of what this episode is about, is yeah. Frazier, like, obsessing over having been bullied for being a weenie. A weenie! <laughs> yeah, that comes uh, up a lot. <laughs> they uh, called me a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Skin creasing? That's skin, a la- Oh, skin, skin crawling. crawling. That's a laugh. Ha! Oh, I wish I remembered it. Sorry. <laughs> he's so he's so fucking brutal, dude. God. I just want to go on record uh, about the Bo Derek Bo Diddley line. Uh, Bo Diddley's a really good looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a fair comparison. He's fucking cool. He plays a square guitar. So Fraser would be bullshit. lucky to be dating the the Bo Diddley of yeah. Bo Derek's. Uh, exactly. Fraser Estates. Fraser enters. Oh, Fraser enters. Hair best boy. <laughs> what? I mean, he is the best boy. These are you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I wish I hearing no, that no, line. No, I right. just forgot what episode that even was. This is still. No, uh, we're still blind on date. blind date. Uh, okay. He hasn't. 
oh, hasn't dated since the tree was up. So the, the whole oh, right. way they keep on like right. measuring how long it's been since Frazier has had anything and why he really needs to be grateful for this setup is that he hasn't had a date since the Christmas tree was up or the Christmas oh, okay. tree decorations were. So that's a, that's a constant reminder every day. <laughs> seeing the tree yeah. I haven't had a date <laughs> the fucking tree that reminds me of our lord and savior Jesus Christ is still present in my home it's been since November 29 <laughs> uh, so Niles goes on a um, he has a marketing uh, he plans on putting out an ad in the paper which is incredibly pre 9-11 and he uh, <laughs> he wants to advertise himself as a young specialist uh, which first of all the fact that he's uh, a psychoanalyst is like so perfect it's just the most mm-hmm. Frivolous, expensive, overblown, ineffective, like old school form of therapy. Uh, just yeah. big leather couches. Um, and it's just, of course, Niles would be that. It's how yeah. he affords his suits. Yeah, yeah dude. His yeah. clothes are fucking fire. In that, <laughs> yeah, and in thing. that scene, he's the Spanish leather belt. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Idris, we need to right. check in with you about Niles's fits. Yeah. You, I think you can describe it the best. I think... It looks like they are both into Armani. And I think they've actually yeah. both made references. And like at that time, Armani was truly killing it. So yep. they're really at like the pinnacle of like menswear at that time. I mean, we're oh, talking high waisted. Yeah, high- Niles is usually wearing suspenders. Yes. Wearing suspenders. Right. We're killing talking it. wide ties. He's at the belly right. button most, um, t- most days. Yeah. Most days, yeah. So pleated. Hello, right. um, God, I love it so fucking the much. The double breast, uh, double breasted yeah. suits that Niles is always coming through in. Mm-hmm. Very, very nineties. Very sharp. Very a lot 90s. of times he'll have like a pinstriped shirt underneath the suit, which yeah. is always classic. You know, the blue and the gold tie. Yeah. Uh, and the vest, he'll rock a vest every once oh, in yeah. a while. I like when he Silk wears vest. like my favorite palette of his is like black jacket, like beige or gray trousers, like a white striped shirt and then kind of like a reddish tie <laughs> that kills me dude yeah. i'm just like i wish i was niles like, <laughs> and you know fraser is, is no slouch no yeah. when it comes to dressing and and there was that like um that burgundy uh sport jacket he was wearing right uh but but niles is definitely the right. better dressed brother crane as yeah. i have said before DHP is the MVP. Hey. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Cheers to that. Hide Pierce is Hide Fierce. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Bulldog roasts Frazier tough with the line, what do you eggheads call it, irony, when he steals his girl? That rocked. Right. That completely rocked ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I unironically love that. That did. And like, Bulldog is probably my least favorite character pretty, in like, any one sitcom. Note. Yeah, <laughs> pretty one so, note. Worse than Gunther and Friends. W- much worse than Gunther. <laughs> oh wow! Gunther has some redeeming moments because he's just like at least he's got he's, pathos. Yeah, he's pathetic, and you know, <laughs> he's but, a sad crying clown in yeah. an iron lung. Yeah, he right. went to see the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Hey, there's a cool barista in town. <laughs> <laughs> you should see him." And he's like, "Doctor, you know the rest." <laughs> I'm Gunther. <laughs> exactly. I I love Rachel. Okay, wrong show. Yeah, well, that's a but episode. A real quick callback. Yeah. The last, uh, so I watched the first part of the episode with you and Zach, I think a mm. month ago or two months yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, and when you were looking at the fits, you were just like, yeah, no one can fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was your assessment. You were right. like, no one can fuck with no, them. No, especially Niles, unfuckwithable. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember really having it in my mind that, like, not Frasier, this is like the distinction that, like, Niles would rock some, like, early 90s Yoji Yamamoto shit. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I, I can he see could, it. Yeah. He can he can pull that off like super easily. 
especially when his hair is a little bit shorter. <laughs> uh, Bulldog has no sense of decency. True. That guy knows a decency now. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Bulldog is just so fucked off in this episode. Uh, naked the... <laughs> Elliot, how oh, did you yeah, get through see. law school? <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Everyone types. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh, the Muckabees. Oh, that's the subplot. Nuke the Muckabees. Yes, yes nuked, nuke the Muckabees. You're the one who nuked the Muckabees. My so, Muckabees. So, so, so yeah. Martin has these shoes he loves, and uh, Daphne puts them in the uh, microwave to... Uh, they well, got wet. They got wet because he was, had to chase Eddie, right? Eddie or something like that. Yeah. Like was, Micro- microwave? Dryer? Yeah. So <laughs> Clothes dryer? His, his clothes... Maybe they didn't shoes. have that in unit shit. Maybe not. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, they definitely Are you kidding? Yeah, they, I know. Three bedrooms. But he does bring up a good point. You never see it. Yeah. Uh, you do see Daphne with a hamper, though, many times. That's true. Oh, true, true. I do, yeah, maybe she goes down the hall. I mean, that would be... There's no way. Unbelievable. Those yeah. are in We were talking about it before, though. That's like a three-bedroom, two-bath, maybe three... I, th- I think ba- uh, Daphne has her own bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But like... It's at yeah, least two that's and a half huge. It's a super you condo. Got, yeah, you gotta have in unit in there. M- Mohai's got this. Got the floor plan, don't they? Oh, I don't know. Okay, all right. Mohai Mo- 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 has the Eames chair. I took a picture of Elliot sitting in the Eames from that apartment. What? Yeah, what, what they got me- a little Fraser section. What museum? Uh, museum of uh, history and industry. Yeah, Damn. The, it's down okay. in South Lake Union. Okay. Really? Yeah, they're blown out, dude. They have a whole <laughs> north. They have a whole Seattle. They um, have the Eames. They have the Eames. You could sit in it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Damn. Anyone listening? What? Yeah, get I'm yourself going. to Mohai on the free Thursday or whatever, and sit in the Eames and take a fucking photo dude. and send it to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will do that. <laughs> um, get ready. Oh yeah, so so that she his shoes get wet. And then she puts them in the microwave to dry them, and then somehow allows them to catch on fire. And then you don't notice there would like there wouldn't be the smell of like wet old man shoes cooking in a microwave. You would notice that <laughs> like the whole building would stink. You yeah. would notice that for for a week. Also, when yeah. he, when he walks in, I think that's the start of the scene. But it's assumed that you know he's already been chasing Eddie. But the first thing you hear him is, "Would you look at these damn pants?" <laughs> <laughs> killer, <laughs> absolutely killer. It's like, I guess you have to s- start the scene with some dialogue. Right. <laughs> who, who cares what it is? So Martin's subplot in that episode is he and Daphne have to get new Muckabees, and uh, that part felt. I mentioned this. They that part felt super Seattle to me. Of like, you have to go to the store that has been around for a long time. It's no longer there. You have to ask uh, a guy on the street, like a transient, yeah. <laughs> what happened to it. Well, that's I like an old guy thing too, like a dad thing is like, damn it, I really love these weird shoes that is like some weird brand. Yeah. Like Muckabees that only old people wear. Yeah, only old guys know that's that a, name. Yeah. That a great name for old dude shoes. And they, they, cost, they cost heaven knows what, but yeah. like yeah. for an old guy, it's worth it. You know, art yeah, support. Right. And I like that it's mentioned as a small detail that he bought um, a pair of lady Muckabees for, for the... <laughs> The mom, <laughs> Fraser and Niles' mom, and that's how you know she was a, a cool lady. Yeah, yep. he was like, it was for an anniversary. I don't remember which. It ended in a zero, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then Daphne roasts him. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'm sure it did. So when Fraser, when Fraser reports to Roz that uh, he completely fucking got roasted and cucked and just died huge mm-hmm. uh, on the blind date. Beforehand, uh, Roz is punching him in the arm, being like, I couldn't get a hold of her all weekend, Frazier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did it go? And then he's just like, look, before you snap me on the behind with a towel, <laughs> yeah. I have to let you know that uh, 
And uh, yeah, there's all sorts of uh, locker room jock metaphor or uh, figures of speech that he comes up with. We got blockheaded pillars of testosterone. That Ooh. is a beautiful turn of <laughs> These phrase. writers yeah. were not messing around. Yeah, that that's nice. Somebody earned their like million free lunches. Um, that line. Oh yeah, at a certain point, uh, he uh, for some reason he he's you know he's moping and as like pitiful and pathetic as Fraser can be when he's when he's not feeling hot and he's like I'm sure you, you were Ms. Popular back in high school and um, and she's like well I'd have to say yes and then he he burns her and is like well. I'm sure saying yes is why you were so popular. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. dude. Oh. So brutal. So, yeah, like he just comes down off the uh, the top rope with an elbow drop <laughs> yeah. to, to destroy her with the constant theme of the fact that Roz has been a self-possessed woman doing whatever she wants right. for right. most of her right. life. You 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 go on dates regularly, so you must be a shit person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's so whatever. Well, but like think whatever, about the moralizing cuz she as we talked about eventually in the run of the show, she she gets pregnant. She's right. like the only person who um has a natural consequence to her frequent dating in this show. That's true. She's That's probably right. the only like self-actualized person on the show. Yeah, Besides really? Guy's brief uh, oh, yeah. flash. <laughs> I mean, out of the out of yeah. the main crew. Yeah, Guy was really money. He just yeah. Yeah. He had I want to use another sports term about for this episode is a basketball term of when you cross somebody up. His bulldog put Fraser on fucking skates. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, he crossed his ass he over. He did. Well, it was just happening so fast yeah. that Fraser, all he could do was that Sondheim line. And after that, right. I was just like, I can't do anything. This yeah, is he was like stumbling backwards and just fell imagine, on his ass. Imagine Fraser at the skating rink, too. Oh, <laughs> on yeah. top of that, literally. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you, you think about it, Bulldog was out of his element at, at Nervosa. Like, he's not a regular there. He That's just kind point. of like wandered in and it was just like, oh, hey, can I fuck your whole life up? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Did they even <laughs> Whenever he does come there? in, he does. That's all he does is just like fuck somebody up and then go say yeah. some like yeah. really <laughs> awful thing and then leave. I actually, well, fuck you guys later. <laughs> yeah. I, and oh, I just enjoyed the parts, the brief part when Bulldog was like thinking that he was in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Uh, then Bulldog gets fucking upper decked himself. Yeah. Like <laughs> super tough by this woman who burns the shit out of him and caught then, feelings. Bad yeah, one yeah. weekend. Yeah, that's a you don't do. That's yeah. a big you don't he do kept, it. He kept like thinking of different things to like, well, maybe we could go out this day. <laughs> yeah. Just well, be I like, think well, I'm not paranoid, otherwise I think you were dumping me. And well, all walked right into that one. <laughs> it was all experience from his side of the phone call. Yeah. So that was, he's... Good, that was classic. That was like uh, Bob Newhart. Level shit. Uh. <laughs> it reminded me of a, a Simpsons scene from a late season Simpsons that, you know, obviously garbage. Uh, but <laughs> there was a moment, there's a really well executed moment where uh, Homer starts laughing and then starts crying. Oh, yeah. Because he's lo looking at this little toy that's like fucking, you know, two lumberjacks sawing something or who the fuck knows. And then it breaks. <laughs> so he's like laughing and then he starts crying once it breaks. And it's like, <laughs> like very extreme. Yeah. And that seems like Bulldog's whole, whole deal here is like, Make the feeling stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He literally says make the feeling stop. That's real though. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I made the comment that like I'd never realized that he is kind of like an android. 
<laughs> and like this is the first time like he went out with, like a human woman right and like the he had, like a switch flip like he his like algorithms evolved <laughs> to have the, like a feeling or something he did like the classic that classic android can't cope. maneuver of like try to have yeah. an emotion and then he's like what is love yeah, right too much beep boop <laughs> he's in the he's just got a fucking thing of smoke coming out of his back <laughs> in the bathroom yeah. um so to rehabilitate him uh he asked fraser to be a guy and fraser just cuts loose oh and yeah he, he bees a, he bees a big guy like <laughs> he just yeah he lets it loose he's just like screw her <laughs> you don't need to get better off without we're better off without her so it's like it's yeah. therapeutic for fraser too right. to yeah be you can stomping on this you lady. can see like right. the the deranged Selfish. like gleam Always. of joy in oh, both yeah. the character and actor's eye when he gets to like go into like full fucking bros before hoes yeah that mode, mode. yeah <laughs> screw her well it helps bulldog in like two seconds he's just like yeah that feels better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, replacing my feelings with anger and scorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm used to this. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was um yeah, that was an incredible moment for both those characters. Really, really impressive. Oh, oh, oh. And so um uh kind of at the beginning of that scene, um Fraser's show ends, Niles comes in, um, and and Niles is in like a mood, and Fraser is like, "What's going on?" And Niles says, "I've had an abysmal day." Oh, yeah. Because the the newspaper ad comes out, and they misprinted him as hung specialist. That's right, right. young specialist. <laughs> <laughs> Great sitcom stuff. That's yeah, that's classic. To make, to make themselves feel better, they get us. Um, they get a a table at whatever restaurant Francois is the gatekeeper to, mm-hmm. and they have ten minutes. And so Fraser has to go hard when he's um, helping. Bulldog feel better because right. the yeah. clock is ticking. Yeah, that's the whole, that's why it has to go down right now. <laughs> he has to get cured of all his issues. That hung specialist joke is amazing too because the rest of the flyer is like couples, groups, <laughs> satisfaction guarantee. Right. <laughs> Tell me when it hurts. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, Fraser comes through in the clutch. He's got to talk about the the he's got to talk about the Seahawks and the Sonics. Yeah, he has Sonics. to fill in for Bulldog, right? Yeah, yeah and he's Bull- so flustered he can't even get his headset on. <laughs> yeah, I got actually mad at the character during that part because it just reminded me so much of like current people that are like, "Oh, you're watching the Super Bowl? I don't really like sports ball, <laughs> right? That kind of yeah. sure shit. That was like too much of like, dude. You know, like you know, like what a team is, dude. Come on, you know that makes me want to become a jock and beat them up. Exactly. <laughs> Those weenies. Yeah. Like, you know it's not the Cleveland wanna, Independence, Fraser. I want to become one of Fraser's tormentors when yeah. somebody says... You're a weenie. He's <laughs> like, uh, oh, Yankees, do you mean the uh, blah, 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 what was uh, it, musical? Damn, or musical yeah, the guy calls in and asks about the damn Yankees and he's like, I'm not familiar with the team. Are you talking about the Sondheim musical or the team of which I know nothing about? Like, what do you think, you dumb <laughs> It's a jerk. sports show, Frage. <laughs> Hello, Reddit. <laughs> I'm listening. It's Fraser. Ask me anything. <laughs> Lord. He's a yeah, proto Reddit guy in that moment. Whilst perusing the web. Well, there's <laughs> uh I don't know if we're, you have we talked about it already when Fraser was like in turnt mode, like fully like <laughs> manning out with Bulldog, making him feel better. He never turns down and he walks out to Niles and he's just like, ah, Oh, that's right. We lost the restaurant reservation. Let's go somewhere without a reservation. And Niles just fucking <laughs> slaps, slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> and then immediately Fraser's just like, I'm sorry, Niles. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> and then, and then they, they- Prance off. They prance right. off. <laughs> they prance off. Yeah, they do. They do prance off with like their their hands up in the air, like their elbows bent and their wrists bent, like and 
prance away. <laughs> I, I really love David Hyde Pierce's face acting in that scene because right after he slaps Frasier, it's like he looks hurt by it. Like he's like, why did you make me do this to you? <laughs> why would you say something like that that made me slap Dude, they you? run off like a, like anime. Like, <laughs> they run out Dude, like yeah. uh, they tr- their, their faces turn into little cat faces. No, like <laughs> Niles look like Spike. Yeah, from, <laughs> from, yeah, from Cowboy Cowboy like it was just like his body shape all spindly skinny ass arms and legs you heard some dude go three two one let's go let's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh last thing is Roz versus leonard what was going on with that Roz versus leonard the producer for bulldog show or who's leonard oh man who i don't know whatever that's a useless note that sorry guys lost to the mist of time but um i felt like Roz was doing good work in that episode yeah, um, yeah. oh yeah just just sort of yeah running things she was Ribbing Frazier, mm-hmm. um, she was all over him. So uh, that that gets uh, yeah. We, we voice of, of reason, unsung hero, and yep. so what? She likes to fuck. Good for her. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, Dude, come Roz on. Frazier loves to fuck. He spends the entire <laughs> exactly. series run trying to. Yeah, he's well, he never morning. does. Yeah, the difference is he's trying. Roz does fuck. Yeah, right, that's, that's true. <laughs> Frazier's trying. So that's really why Frazier right. is so. Oh my gosh, Frazier has wanted to. To have a sexual experience with Roz the entire run, and that's why when she he, like gets on yeah. him and and is being sarcastic with him, he's just letting it happen. Eventually, they do. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Are really? you serious? Yeah. When? Uh, I think in season nine or ten. Do you oh. think that's like a ran out of steam, or just like really is that a power move? No, I th- I, I don't I don't remember watching the episode. I remember watching the episode maybe a couple after that where they're talking about it and they're at Cafe Nervosa and there's like a scorecard and she fills out like. The scorecard meant for them for like for him and gives it to him and of course like she gives him a four out of five and he just can't let it go. <laughs> Ross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. They come the next day or something. And God, he, a four he, out of five. He, he takes the card out of his fucking jacket. He's like, we need to give it another go. <laughs> I can prove to you. <laughs> that is so fucking insane. God. Yeah. So yeah, no, they didn't run out of steam. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they were full full blast all cylinders. Yeah, that's a full yeah. head of steam, baby. All right, Nadrice, what do you got? That's that right. So I have, let's talk about the Frank Sinatra episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the summary of this is uh, Martin has this shoebox that he's stuffed with notes over like decades, I guess, of song ideas that he wrote for Frank Sinatra. (laughs) And so that's one part of it. The other part of it is... uh, Frazier and Niles' aunt has passed away, and she was like a huge bitch, I guess. Like <laughs> nobody, I mean, they're talking Everyone shit about her. her. The whole, yeah, they, I mean, th- she's awful. Uh, so those are the two kind of those are the plot lines. Frazier has to write her eulogy. Frazier but... has to write her eulogy. Niles has to take care of spreading the ashes. Right. And Martin gets outed for his his shoebox of song lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Daphne puts him on blast. Yeah, yeah. Daphne. She's like puts ready him on blast. to like expose because the that boys didn't, the boys didn't know. Yeah, and like I don't know how she found the shoebox. Uh, Maybe from cleaning. cleaning? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. He told her. Oh, he did. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. I didn't tell you this to mm-hmm. fucking spill it everywhere. Uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. Which right. is amazing, like because you know. People that he's with every single day, right. all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't just say this in public. They're not in yeah. public. He doesn't you, like. You can't his... say this to my sons. <laughs> yeah, he loves his sons, but like he's, you know, they're they're different. They're different. They're different them. folks. You know, <laughs> they are. Yeah, and, and, they, and thus they require different strokes. All right, what do we got here? So, yeah, there was a great got milk 
oh, moment yeah. at the beginning where, where like Roz eats a peanut butter sandwich while she's right. on air inexplicably in, in yeah. the booth. That's what I wrote down. Completely inexplicable got milk type yeah. joke. So it, it's like a got milk thing. Like she needs milk to like clear the peanut butter yeah. out of her mouth. <laughs> she's making herself at home too. That wasn't like a jar. Or that wasn't like a throwaway thing of milk. She had no. a nice ass glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, in that's the like booth. the type of shit I was doing at the age where I was when that episode came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, good point. <laughs> Roz, grow up. See, another thing you can relate to Roz to. Hell yeah. Yeah. She Roz likes is a peanut butter homie. PB and bread in the booth. <laughs> I wrote down for some reason, I think a Fraser line where someone, he says that someone looks a little red in his chiseled cheeks. Yeah. I just I think I just really liked him well, saying chiseled cheeks. No, he was. talking about himself. Oh, yeah, he was himself? because Roz talked him up and then the oh, woman who called in uh, uh, was like, yep, I'm going to be thinking about you tonight, hopefully twice. Oh, that's right. Because the... Right. Well, the lady <laughs> wants to... F- like, she's like, yeah, I'm married, but like, I think about you and I'm fucking my husband right. pretty much. And then she's like, I don't know what you look like. Right. And then... Which is the 90s, impossible. Yeah. But uh, unless you saw him on the bus. Right, right exactly. His face is on the bus. She might be a... Uh, an East Sider who uh, drives everywhere she goes. Wow. Yeah, right. Good point. Absolutely. I mean, that's the kind of marriage she's fined in Bellevue. <laughs> Medina. <laughs> right. So, yeah, then Roz is like describing uh, in the most ridiculous language to this woman that he's just like, she makes him sound like a god. Yeah. Had, like chiseled cheeks, like. Oh, like shoulders months. of a marine. Yeah. yeah. Cobalt blue eyes. <laughs> just like, fuck. Yeah. So, um,. Yeah, that's the uh, red in his chiseled cheeks once he gets done with that. Oh, he also gives her no advice. He's just like, well, that's perfectly normal. Right. And he just like loses his mind once he realizes that she's sprung off of him and he just goes full on in there. How do you guys feel like when the show throws Frasier like a bone like that? Like I find it sort of disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty brutal, obviously. Um, It's something you hate to see. But at the same time, you know that no matter what it is he's being given, tenfold he'll be roasted to a crisp (laughs) by the exact thing that is supposed to be making him feel good uh, very shortly. And that's, that's always a kind of delicious anticipation yeah once the heat gets turned up (laughs) uh very brief note that uh the boys walk in to fraser's apartment to uh daphne cutting martin's hair (laughs) it's like yeah how much does she have to do for this guy (laughs) she does every he can't go to thing for martin he can't go to great clips (laughs) right Just kidding. I would never send someone a great clip. No, but, but, but if anybody would go, it would be Martin. That's be Martin. a good point. But if anyone can get his hair cut at home and just move yeah. on to the next thing, it'd be it Martin. Also oh, would be definitely. Martin for sure. Definitely. But yeah, she does everything for Martin and, and yeah. Fraser. That reminds me of the episode where uh, I think she he's better. Like She's like, yeah, Martin, you're better. Like I got to go. And not, I think it's Niles. He like pushes his dad like down the stairs to keep her there. Wow. And a part of me like also thinks that like that. Martin is accepting of that because he knows like they have this symbiotic relationship now with Daphne. He's like, mm-hmm. you can't go. So like he maybe subconsciously takes part in that. Damn. I don't know. That's something to that's ask Fraser. Yeah. F- yeah. That's like some Von Trier type shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that theory though. Uh, Fraser talks, uh, Eddie's on the couch. Okay, and he's rolling around the couch being a cute dog, mm-hmm. and then Fraser makes a comment that like if he sees him doing that again, he's gonna throw him in front of a bus. Yeah. <laughs> so brutal. He hates Eddie. I saw a uh, um, psycho like a brief video scrolling through Twitter yesterday of Ricky Gervais being like Damn. posting a video of someone 
like kicking a small dog. What? Like 10, 20 feet into the air. Um, and what? he's like, who did this? Your face will be seen. You will certainly be seen. I think Fraser Crane is the kind of guy who... <laughs> Fraser is the, that dude. Yeah, he'd, he'd, kick a, he'd kick a small dog uh, yeah. several feet away. Are we sure yeah. that Ricky Gervais wasn't, he didn't just like pass by like an electronic store where they were showing the scene from Anchorman <laughs> where that happens? Right. <laughs> no, I think Ricky Gervais probably kicked the dog. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he was just off screen filming it. and then he Who just, was this? That's like a... This dog steal- didn't laugh at me joke about God. <laughs> that's, a, that's like a I'll steal your wallet and help you look for it type show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe the dog's got AIDS now. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, you triggered. <laughs> Everybody's mean to me online. <laughs> anyway. Do you like my black t-shirt but no no more about him i can't take him anymore i'm sorry hey. look at my tits through my black t-shirt okay. <laughs> all right no, no, I'm all right last one. all right uh nukes from orbit mate <laughs> we, we got a balzac reference in yeah here. someone just said it and i just wrote it down uh it's because yeah niles uh maris is having book club <laughs> and right. like they don't want niles around because he's a dude and he said, like, one of the ladies was having a facial tick every time she said Balzac. Right, that was tight. Yeah. <laughs> Which, what fucking, what fucking book group reads Balzac? That's pretty ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's my 19th century French novel book right. group. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. <laughs> I don't know, though. Maris kind of fits the bill. They want to read some right. like, crazy Balzac I, drama. At least it wasn't Proust. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Really, really nice note here. Just straight up, Martin rocks, and uh, with the line. So they're they're talking about uh, what to do with the ashes, and oh, Martin's yeah. like, well, "Why don't you just flush it down the toilet?" <laughs> she so likes water. <laughs> <laughs> so tight. Like I, I was truly Ta- talking about a- the ant that nobody. Uh, yeah, I was like, liked. "Damn, Martin really rocks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, just like um, Niles, none of them can think of where to leave her ashes because they're haunted by the memory of nothing they've ever uh, done being good enough for her. And, um, And I guess what I was thinking was like, hold on, if you guys hate her this much... You can put her ashes anywhere. Right. True. But the perfectionism of the of the crane yeah, boys right. got the best of it. It holds them back. Maybe there's like Yeah, you know, I think it is more like being a perfectionist than morals. Yeah, yeah. oh, for <laughs> right. sure. Yeah. That's it wasn't moral. it yeah. wasn't like a moral thing that they're like, "Ah, we got to dump these." Maybe no. a little bit, but definitely more so like following to the T whatever they Yeah, how they it reflects on their own like, right. <laughs> character. I I had the thought when I was watching it of like Frasier when he can't write the eulogy to me that felt really relatable because it's like when you have to write a birthday card message for like a coworker and you're just like <laughs> I like this dude kind of but I've, I've, I I don't barely know his last name so oh, what am I going right. to write <laughs> and of course it gets down to the last minute yeah um, and so you don't actually come up with anything until you absolutely have to yeah I mean for a birthday card happy it's birthday lower, buddy yeah it's, <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's lower stakes than that you could you don't have, no one died so um, <laughs> Um, so I noticed when they first showed the the urn yeah. that uh, the aunt's remains were in, I could see dents. Now maybe they thought <laughs> they could get away with it back in the '90s with standard definition, but um, but it appears that that this aunt's remains had already been through the ringer. Right. Yeah. And um, and then we get the um, amazingly well, maybe it's a bit much. Maybe we're jumping ahead. Maybe we should talk okay. about the the. Um, the other plot, yeah, the oh, Sinatra yeah. plot, yeah. The Sinatra, yeah, that has to be that, the Sinatra that was plot. Really weird to me, uh, just to like imagine a time when I was like watching Frasier, and then also Frank Sinatra was alive, and it was a conceivable yeah. idea that you could send him a song and he might do it. Like <laughs> what? I, 
that was Martin's whole thing was like they the the Crane Boys help him write the song set to his lyrics and then he sends it to Frank Sinatra so that hopefully he'll perform it. Also like okay so they do end up sending it to Frank Sinatra yeah. but like what the fuck did they send him like sheet music and the lyrics or I like I think so tape? yeah I guess so because it, it dropped like, an envelope in the mail I yeah mean, or did they send a tape. It could have been. It could have been like a boombox cassette. No, nah, probably not. Just probably just the music, right? That's kind of like uh, I wrote a song for Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> sent it to him. I produced the beat and wrote the lyrics. Let's see if he uses That's it. That's a good point too, because like I, I would bet Frank Sinatra did not read music. Like I, oh hell no, I completely. He didn't read. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Old Blue didn't read. Don't read. Uh, yeah. Hey, what the give fuck it is to me straight? Just words? say the shit. And, I don't like them. <laughs> and a lot of the songs that Frank Sinatra did had already been written and recorded by like a thousand other people True. all those standards like there were plenty of songs for him to choose from he doesn't need an original yeah. is my way a standard or was that a uh, I don't know that's a good question that's can a, you hit us with some my way no <laughs> come on no. I want to get it recorded just one line oh please. because the, the the episode is actually called like Martin does it my way or something like that um uh uh I ate it up and spit it out. The record shows I took the blows and did it my way. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. That's good. <laughs> I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but Fraser would be it, jealous. Dude, oh, that would start off a whole Fraser plot. He'd be like, <laughs> someone else has a deep singing voice. I don't like it. Yeah, I've this. Let's get on the piano. We saw a couple of. Oh, yeah. Throughout the episode, we see. Frazier, I don't know if we already mentioned this, but like really hamming it up, like mm-hmm. snapping and dancing and oh, singing right. with yeah. his mouth half, half open. So they're recording the song. They're like, they're Martin like is like, doesn't out. want to at first. But then the boys are like, come on, <laughs> Bob, let's go record the song instead of Frank. Follow <laughs> your dreams. So they sit down It like, it cuts to some time afterwards, and Martin's taking off his fucking flannel. Yeah, dude, he's just wearing <laughs> like, the white. The jackets undershirt. are off on the boys. Yeah, yep. sleeves rolled yeah. all the way up. They're in their uh, shirt sleeves, you might yeah. say. And this is where we see how high uh, Niles right. wears his pants above the belly button. I think. <laughs> yeah, and he looks so tight. Tight, God. like yeah. he looks really cool playing the piano. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was into that. <laughs> he was he's, convincing. He looks. He's like playing he with his play. body because his hair's all fucked up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> It like he moves with his like, slightly yeah. behind the movement of his head, so yeah. you get a nice like ripple effect. Yes. There's an episode from season three uh, where not um, Fraser's hair has gone down, but Niles still has the big, uh, the big fluffy blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, mullet Fraser, dude, that's a good Fraser. <laughs> that's power. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, before they st- when they when they convince Martin to uh, write the song, he he says like. I always kind of envisioned it would start out with beepity bop scoo doo beep doo right. <laughs> ba da ba boo doo. Wow, 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 We get to hear some, what I assume is like John Mahoney freestyling scat singing. <laughs> like the actual actor just kind of, they told him, John, just, you know, just do what you think scat singing is. What a rip. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> Can we talk about some of the lyrics that uh, please, Martin please. wrote? So. We didn't write any down, but I mean, we don't have to. No, that the... shit sticks in your head, bro. <laughs> She's such it? a groovy lady. <laughs> she makes my heart go hidey hidey. Right. And Niles and Fraser have no problem with this line, right? No, not at first. No, they ask him to change it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that actually, that's one of the most absurd jokes ever. Is like, uh, at some point, Niles is like, well. <laughs> You know, the heart doesn't do all those things. You might want to consult a cardiologist. <laughs> right. Oh, 
man. Which well, is, that's a writer's joke. They that, each offer their own line, that. right? <laughs> yeah. That uh, is absolutely a writer's joke. Frazier says something like, uh, I make the coolest cat go frady. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's his. And that's when he's doing his completely fucked dancing where it's just right. like. his Jiggling. Yeah, his, he jiggle, his the top half of right. him jiggles and he bends at the waist and he snaps and like puts his. It looks like he's going to like run at you like a linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look like he's. Because rectangles can't jiggle. <laughs> do you remember Do you remember that um, that part towards the end of Blade Runner? Because I just went and saw Blade I Runner. I probably where, absolutely um, do. Where uh, he, goes, uh, he goes back to JF Sebastian's apartment after yep. they've killed Tyrell. Mm -hmm. and uh pris is like disguised uh and he's like walking around with a gun trying to figure it out and there's like that little kind of fat guy who's like laughing (laughs) yeah dude that's scary (laughs) that's how frazier dances that's true (laughs) but anyway he's like a constructed living toy (laughs) i told my friends i make them (laughs) one of the lines uh they're all offering lines and then like daphne's doing labor and like is making coffee, oh, yeah. and then she's like, "What about uh, I slept with Warren Beatty?" <laughs> <laughs> and they all just were like, "Fuck you, Daphne, that's bitch. stupid." Yeah, get that lady talk out of here, you idiot. Make the coffee, bitch. <laughs> it's fucked up because she's got a big ass cup. You know that's French roast. Oh yeah. You know that coffee is terrible. Nineties yep. Seattle coffee. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. It'll just look dark in the pot. <laughs> uh, let's do a couple more, and then uh, jump over to our final one. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there's a couple of lines here, quotes, I think. Uh, pissed as newts. Yo, yeah, oh, pissed w- as newts. That's when uh, Daphne is talking about her like her brothers that got really drunk and they had to be the pallbearers for like her aunt or something. Oh yeah. And then yeah, they, um, her grandmom. Yeah, I just like that. I just like that's like an extremely British thing. <laughs> yeah. Pissed as newts they pissed were. So I mean, what? Let's just get to the end, which yeah, is they, they go spread the ashes. It spills all over the fucking idiots, <laughs> brothers, of course, of course. And now gets a shoe full of it. <laughs> Which is probably at that point was that a rip off of Big Lebowski? Or oh, no? maybe. I think but Big Lebowski ripped that off. Hey. Yeah, well, that's like a Rip 94 Frazier and like a 97. Yeah, you're right, you're right. This could also be just like a classic comedy trope that we haven't n- noted enough. Just I mean, like I, the I, ashes going all over no, the place. it's either Big Lebowski <laughs> ripped off Frazier or Frazier ripped off you, Big baby. Lebowski. <laughs> well, yeah, in the Western canon, uh, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> there yeah. aren't too many other examples. Yeah, of and then uh, Frazier can't come up with a good eulogy, so right. he, he has like the organ player and the choir at the funeral sing the fucking Frank Sinatra song, yeah. and everybody loves it. And it, it simultaneously gets him out of the jam and then also makes right. Martin feel better because the song got rejected by Frank yep. Sinatra's people which again is so weird yeah. he yeah. was three years away from Dude, dying they sent at him, point. they sent him a rejection letter though in two weeks also yeah, yeah. And uh, the, Frank didn't like the song. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I want to say that like this is after the point where Frank Sinatra had like had like a comeback album where he's like wearing a members only jacket on the cover, <laughs> Oof. and then that comeback had faded away. So like he's not even performing at this point. I can't imagine unless he's doing like I'm still uh, raping women with Dino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're still at it. Hey, I'm still uh, mobbed up. Hey, I, I heard a story where like he um, came out on a. It may have been the first or second MTV Video Music Awards or something. Wow. Uh, but something in the late 80s or early 90s, some award show, and the plan was like, if Frank's having a good day, let him let him talk and maybe even let him sing. But one of his keepers was supposed to manage, if he's not having a good day, like signal, hey, let's just get him off the stage and, and you know go to a commercial break. Um, Frank wasn't having a good day. <laughs> Frank didn't know. And so <laughs> apparently while they're... 
you know, playing music to get him off the stage. Like, hey, I thought I was going to sing. I thought I was going to sing. <laughs> hey, so, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I thought I was going to sing for these assholes. Made man, I got a ring on my pinky. <laughs> MTV, what's television? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your mother. <laughs> I played better rooms than this. Music television. Music goes on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Um, so that wraps up that episode. It's great. <laughs> and then we get to check it out. The most uh, artistically advanced episode. <laughs> yeah, Valentine's Day. So, and this was from season five or six or something? Yeah. Uh, six, yeah. Okay, because David Hyde Pierce had cut his hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll note he's wearing the single largest suit jacket oh, possible. Yeah. It's huge. Conceived. Um, so th- this is a, a bit of a, a clever a clever episode. It's it's three vignettes. The first is Fraser. sorry, uh, Niall's getting ready for a date. And then it's uh, Fraser happens to be have a date slash appointment on Valentine's Day. Right. And then finally we'll see what Daphne and Martin are doing on with their with their sad sack Valentine's Day. Because they got no love. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was pathetic. Uh, so we find out that um, Niles has a has a date that he's getting ready for, and for whatever reason he, he's borrowing Frasier's apartment. Which yeah. makes sense in the sitcom context, but right. in real life, like what was wrong with the Shangri-La, <laughs> a.k.a. Niall's apartment? <laughs> a.k.a. like a fucking like, uh, Lord of the Rings, like like the place where fucking... Uh, God damn it. My brain, it would make, my drain it just would make Bruce out. Wayne blush. Yeah, it, would make, <laughs> <laughs> it was a simply fantastic. Nice. <laughs> Shangri-La is also like a really fantastic kink song about like how you can have your own house and how it doesn't really matter. You can still be a poor piece of shit where everything well, in your life goes wrong. He chose. <laughs> he had to hit up his big brother for... <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. So here's the stupid ass thing I was going to say. It's like Dumbledore's where Dumbledore uh, lives is in that? the school. Really? It seems that insane. Oh, okay. Winding Fair wooden enough. staircases and all sorts it's of shit. It's a sanctuary. Yeah. 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 Intellectuals and Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> So this episode is like is like Kelsey Grammer flexing because he directed the episode and it's three short stories, which is always like when you really want to bust out you like how artistic you are. <laughs> uh, like I said when uh, uh, Zach was saying that when he approached, like, the product, I've uh, got a concept for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've got a concept. Kelsey Kramer. <laughs> I know I'm on the schedule to direct one episode this season, <laughs> and I found my concept. You know, this really reminds me of when Jonathan Frakes d- d- oh, directed yeah. that Star Trek Next Generation movie. That's actually a and good And everyone comparison. was singing, like, Gilbert and Sullivan and shit, and it was just so freaked yeah. out. It was so freaked is that, out. Is that five? Is that Undiscovered Country? No, 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 no. It's it's a Next Generation one, remember? So it's like... Uh, oh, you're right, yeah. It's like Nemesis. The one where Tom Hardy is, like, a fucking... Sk- he's skinny, and he's an alien. Right. It's Although, next level. Yeah, I, I remember stuff like that happening in the later original cast movie movies too like i think i mixed up like i think five is final frontier and six is undiscovered country or possibly vice versa but one of those things has a completely like they mention gilbert and sullivan while they're climbing mountains and they have like a marshmallow <laughs> dispenser that i remember oh i remember gosh. that was the only part of the movie i really liked as a child like can there be more marshmallow dispensers i'm not really into like klingon politics <laughs> all right um, oh ye- oh you're line was like, oh, have you ever seen the 22 short films of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Have you guys seen 22 short films about Glenn Gould? <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps the, the Simpsons episode that's a takeoff on that. You know, with... Uh, s- steamed hams, <laughs> and and this is the episode that we were watching where you you noted that um, that Jeff Hogan was a, a producer or something on this. Oh yeah, Jake Hogan. On, yeah, that's or Jake right. Hogan. Yeah, uh, after being on The Simpsons. Um, so uh, Niles is trying to set the mood for for this date. 
he, there are a bunch of red candles. Um, the music is not quite romantic. It's like yeah. frantic, um, <laughs> operatic, right? Yeah, uh, classical, classical music. Um, and at a certain point, someone was like, "Is, is like, is his date a vampire?" <laughs> what is yeah, because he also had like eleven red candles, like blood red candles <laughs> lit around the and room. He already looks like a vampire and talks like a vampire, so it's just like, yeah, true. This is adding up. Gaunt and sunken is how I would describe David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> Damn. Um, uh, and oh yeah, and, and someone was like, "Is this the this is the Wally of episodes?" Because once um, Niles puts the phone down or whatever, we we don't hear a single word for him yeah. from him the rest of the time. He sits down on the couch and he's too fussy, and he just notices there's something wrong with his pants, and so like a like a bizarre person <laughs> like he decides true that maniac. yeah true maniac with the clock ticking on when his date, date's gonna arrive he pulls out the um ironing board and iron experiences whatever kind of physical comedy there is with the odd you know single accordion folding of i a, don't iron yeah <laughs> I don't iron. what is this contraption and he takes off his pants and then <laughs> zach observes because we, we couldn't see his boxers just they're covered by his incredibly long suit jacket just like what kind of jacket is this yeah and then he has really long boxers too like really long silk, <laughs> silk. boxers yeah but that's so money though oh just yeah. like the blown out huge boxy float out 90s i mean that's like the pants I'm wearing are that they're not obviously on that level, but these are all fucking blown out. They're not fitted. Like <laughs> that's nope. the beautiful. Yeah, that's beauty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's like it's I'm close. Done. Back. I have nothing else to yeah. say. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> that's, that's grace as like as close as Niles Crane can come to true grace. <laughs> but yeah, so he like he does all the fucking physical shit you would expect. He uh, wait, he sets the couch on fire. Yeah, he accidentally leaves uh, the iron. Iron on the pan, which of course you're not supposed to do because he's so he's so freaked out about something else. And there's mm-hmm. food cooking in the kitchen, and he oh yeah he, um, he oh yeah there, there's like a thread loose, and he decides this is the time that it needs to get yeah addressed from from his pants, and That's so he a, gets a pair of scissors, and, which has a great joke where he makes sure to carry them point down. <laughs> oh yeah, and not run. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and walk. Yeah, that was like that was then a he really cuts himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then he true. faints repeatedly. That's true. He passes a little bit of uh, his own blood. A little bit of trivia about this uh, vignette. Oh, yes, that. Uh, the only other noise that he makes is "ouch" <laughs> when nice. he cuts his cuts his finger. There, also, that may not be true. This is he kind of like a showcase for acting for the dog that played Eddie, because somehow yeah. he's able to just sit in the chair and like passively observe like all the insane shit that that Niles yeah. is doing. Not alarmed by fire yeah. or good boy, yeah. or like getting sprayed with a fire extinguisher. How many Eddies did they have me? to go through for this episode? <laughs> oh no, dude! How many Eddies had to die? <laughs> It's like Why don't Milo you post Otis. a video about that, Ricky Gervais? <laughs> uh, was this episode the one that gave you that kind of unsettled feeling? Uh, yeah, because that, that, that part. I watch Frasier as like a sleeping thing because uh, I like to sleep with the TV on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like some shit that I don't care about. Like the plot's not important. I've How seen all of that? them. <laughs> so <laughs> I put on when I fall asleep. And I remember watching this one night and like I couldn't go to sleep because I was watching it. Because some of like the cuts were really weird to like a sitcom, and I was like, "Something's up with this shit." <laughs> and I checked it out. I was like, "Kelsey Grammer directed this Uh-oh. thing." Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, and it was just yeah. It's like none of the other Frasier episodes. That's true. On the market right now, <laughs> <laughs> currently available right now. to consumers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, he all silently. Uh, Eddie is witnessing. Um, 
Eddie is witnessing this incredible, incredibly bizarre behavior by Niles. He faints repeatedly. He spills chemicals on on the sofa to clean up blood from his finger. Yeah. And then he, when he realizes that the pants are on fire, somehow the fire ends up on the couch. And so Fraser's iconic uh, yeah. tan suede sofa is just completely <laughs> engulfed, just very much on fire. I want to I see his reaction when he walks in. And then he and dumps a bunch that. of like boiling hot pasta water. Yeah. <laughs> and like the shrimp for the shrimp scampi that he was trying to make. Because he tries to use the, oh yeah, physical humor abounds in this. Uh, he tries to use the fire extinguisher and, right. you know, Ends up spraying everywhere whoa, in the apartment, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> except for the sofa. Uh, and then eventually, he does he faint one more time, and then Eddie just goes and eats the food off the. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I think he faints right at the doorway. He like yeah. opens the door to like fan out the smoke, and then that was such an awesome move. Yeah. Just moving the door back and forth. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's such a, like a like just hapless fucking just a child. Like <laughs> <laughs> he, in that moment, he has not like learned anything in all the time he's been alive. <laughs> Yeah, that was like it's that's kind of a tour de force. Yeah, and then you know, you just you got to imagine what it's like when his date shows up. Ooh, we <laughs> right. And of course, Kelsey Grammer was explaining that to the other producers or whatever. Just like, well, <laughs> and the implication, of course, is that <laughs> is that like we does get that, it, Kelsey. <laughs> does Niles get scrambled eggs all over his face? Oh, so damn! To speak, that? that could be like the fabled meaning for that line <laughs> that we've all been searching for. All right, so that's vignette one. That's number one. Number two is Frasier is on a uh, a date that could either be a romantic date because there's this executive at the radio station that he's very attracted to, or it could be a business date because she wants to discuss. Uh, well, because she hasn't given any indication that it's a he's getting mixed date. signals both ways. Yes, both ways, and uh, to resolve this, business. <laughs> he spends the entire episode or the entire uh, vignette calling Roz, being like, well, "Well, what does it mean? It could mean this or or that." <laughs> Um, and uh, so whack. Let's see. So Virginia True. Madsen, with a bit of a cameo here, she's the executive. Uh, they made the appointment before they'd realized it was Valentine's Day, and of course she's like, "Whatever, that's cool," because I'm a sophisticated business lady. Uh, and um, they share. Uh, a most intimate kiss, and yeah. she says, "Is this the sexiest uh, radio right. personality?" I will say, like that part would be confusing because, like, uh, this lady is wearing like a like velour dress that looks like a nightgown. It's like really <laughs> low cut and like is has a low back as well. And then when she greets him, like holds both of his hands with interlaced fingers and kisses him on the lips. <laughs> so like. I, I get that part. That yeah. is a little confusing. <laughs> what kind of business person just kisses a subordinate on the lips? Yeah, that'd be pretty weird. <laughs> 90s, baby. 90s. Yeah. And 90s. then, as, and then um, so Frazier probably, yeah, this is just back and forth. Frazier is being certain and then uncertain because mm-hmm. he feels certain that it's a, a romantic date after that. And then the maitre d' comes over and she's like, oh, the sexiest maitre d' in Seattle and kisses him on the lips. Right. With also interlaced fingers. <laughs> Frazier wants it to be a date so oh, fucking he's bad. Fiending, dude. Uh, and as we know, another theme that that shows its head, or that that um, shows itself here, is when they're sitting down at the table for dinner. She's like, "Oh," and they, they've you know got brandy or sherry coming out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's yeah. like, "I'm a I'm a real lightweight." And then once oh, again, right. we oh, see Frazier yeah. get he grins like a goblin. <laughs> Finding like, like a some fucking prey. hideous goblin. Finding he's two hobbits. Go- he's doing goblin <laughs> yeah. faces all, all the time. so, dude. All this vignette. Always about women. 
Yeah. yeah. Just, like, yeah. Did, see his goblin face. Did we have a missed opportunity by never getting a Spider-Man reboot with Kelsey Grammer as the Green Goblin, like as yeah. Norman Osborn? <laughs> I think we I did. Think, yeah. Think we well, did. yeah. I mean, who it's has... It's not the, too late. It's not too late. Who has the more just like egregiously like horrific face? Like <laughs> Willem Dafoe or Kelsey Grammer, right? <laughs> Damn. I mean, I love Willem Dafoe, but... I also love the description of his face as egregiously horrific. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, anyway. Have uh, you, um, side note, have you guys seen the Boondock Saints? <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of a fucking tight movie. Dude, uh, they, they like come in through like a vent and they are like tied by the feet and they have like double pistols out. <laughs> I think they have double pistols. You guys should check it out. It's yeah, sick. you should check it's it out. Um, <laughs> boondock Saints. Boon, yeah, Boondock. Is it called? Yeah, Boondock I think it's Saints. Boondock. Yeah, write, write this down, folks. It's, it's boondock. B-O-O-N-D-O-G Saints. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there continue to be more mixed signals. Every time that Fraser um, gets the kind of signal he's looking for, because he really wants this to be a romantic God, date, he wants it so. He bad. gives a signal like there there are violin players and everything, and then she says something else that makes him think, no, 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 that's not it. And he continues to call Roz, Roz, it's Fraser. <laughs> um, and then God, there's some strange line like a you know blind pig finding an acorn. Oh yeah, that's just uh, she. Roz tells him like like you're probably in the clear. Even a blind pig finds an acorn every once in a while which is something <laughs> so I, money God. i love to say that about any time that i have done anything that succeeds i'm like well even a piece of shit dumbass pig <laughs> finds a nice little acorn baby and sometimes i'll say a blind chicken finds a kernel of kernel of corn <laughs> wow <laughs> yummy yum. what is this <laughs> for corn? my dumbass <laughs> yeah so yeah. this episode spoke to you it uh in a way i mean i do think that uh this episode like managed to fit three complete stories into 22 minutes which like the episode felt like it was like 40 minutes yeah it has a lot of twists and turns and they feel like complete stories so like i kind of have to give it up for kelsey grammar's director yeah. <laughs> yeah. um we gave a shout out to fraser's fit the tweed jacket and the yeah. black turtleneck which yeah. which we see him dealing with because um added to the confusion she invites him up to her hotel room right and he's like well <laughs> last stop uh and she's like come on in yeah <laughs> do we think he's asking possibly for because i don't know if you, have you guys seen the movie Bullet with Steve McQueen? It's like a classic car chase movie. I only watched the car chase scene. Yeah, well, <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure he he wears that same outfit, black. Oh. T- and d- because this is the Kelsey Grammer like f- like flex episode, do you think he's like I want to wear absolutely the Steve McQueen? And he sees himself as a sex symbol because yeah. uh, she tells him to uh, make himself more comfortable. And he automatically assumes, oh, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I will, doing I it. will remove my clothing. <laughs> yeah. Again, he takes the opportunity to show off his God, upper his body. Boxiness. torso. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's such a, like, dad chest that you're, like, you go over to your friends and, like, you're eating breakfast and then his dad just, like, is not wearing a shirt and you're just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one picture of him where he's, like... Like Kelsey Grammer is like naked at a table in like a front of a like there's a big bowl of like fettuccine in front of him. Oh and he god, just looks yeah. like super wasted. That's a real picture. That's a real picture of Kelsey Grammer, like that Yikes. leaked on the net. <laughs> and yeah, he just has like a big ass thing of pasta in front of him, just butt naked. <laughs> it hasn't changed. Yeah, it's the same body. Bob that was good. well after Frasier, but same body. <laughs> yeah, so like for an old guy, decent body yeah, for not showing bad. on TV all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he immediately when she's like, make yourself more comfortable he, he just took his mock neck off first <laughs> yeah and then like his socks yeah his socks. and then he has like really long black silk boxers yeah so both of the the yeah. crane boys wear 
just big old boxers. Silk boxers. Yeah. That's uh, weird. <laughs> and then uh, finally, so after plenty of physical humor of, of Fraser getting in and out and in and out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so I'm looking at the picture of him naked with the fettuccine and Damn. it is this, so fucking egregious. You, you got to describe it for the folks. Oh. He's sitting in like a booth seat, uh, seemingly kind of Mediterranean vibes in the <laughs> terms of the decor, maybe just Southwest, like Arizona vibes. Yeah. Uh, and he's it's takeout. He's eating takeout. Um, there's like like a cup of soup and a little tin with fettuccine and he's looking at the camera and he looks pretty weathered. Yeah. yeah. Jaded. Uh, like um, Big bags under <laughs> his eyes. Get over it. <laughs> it's nothing you haven't seen before. Uh, and he's so well lit. Yeah, yeah, his his bl- his he looks like hamburger. <laughs> his like body's so red. Dude, yeah. Um it's like yeah. a fresh pack of burgers. You just yeah, got he's got huge crow's feet bags under his eyes, and kind of disheveled beard. Um, and just like that that like side butt. <laughs> who, who did this and why? Uh, who did this and why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway. those are the questions. That's anyway. a true cursed image. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic cursed <laughs> image. Um, yeah, so that's, that's that vignette. Uh, no, she was not looking for anything romantic. We hear her snoring only moments after they get into the bed. And then, right. of course, with the, with the lights out, we hear, Roz, this is Frasier. So. <laughs> um, Dude, I, I love it anytime you do that voice. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other Frasier lines? In Fraser voice, you want to say? Nope, just Rawls. His <laughs> cursed uh, uh, invocation of Rawls. Rawls. God. God. Tell what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> uh, and then the last vignette is is Daphne and Martin. They're, uh, they get to this restaurant, and um, for some reason... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles, or sorry, uh, Martin has become a bit smitten with the coat check girl. I mm-hmm. guess she's very she's very fetching. And yeah. he asked Daphne if, if she wants him to uh, check her coat. And he's like, uh, no, I'm fine. And he's like, give me that. <laughs> yeah, he rips <laughs> it out from under her. <laughs> I'm checking this. You have you seen her? I'm checking this coat. <laughs> and she's like, 23 yeah, she's, years yeah. old. She's under 30 yeah. for sure. <laughs> he's just Woody Allen. He's a full blast Woody Allen. The, the crane men are uh, activated. I yeah. thought perhaps <laughs> I could bring my friend's coat <laughs> and, and, and um, make use of the coat check. Have you seen Have you seen the Woody Allen movie where it's Kristen Stewart and uh, Jesse Eisenberg? No. Uh, yeah, it's really insane. It's not. I imagine it's not very good. Sure. Uh, and Kristen Stewart plays a coat check girl, and um, she's like overtly sexualized in terms Damn. of the costume design and the yeah. way it's shot. And yeah. obviously, uh, a much older man falls in love with her. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, weird. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that. Coming. Right about what you know. Man. Yeah, yeah. Right about <laughs> what you know. Uh, <laughs> so Kelsey Grammer did that in this case. Yeah, yeah, no, he he likes he likes younger women. Uh, He's an old guy in Hollywood, of course. He does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there's the, the, uh, mm, so yeah, uh, that, this th- one is like the this is I feel like they should maybe should have put this in the middle because this is like the least like eventful story. It's not bad. It's just not like amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's not as much going on because they're seated at their at their table. It has more meaning though. I mm, mean, true. it's all about insecurity. We do see like um, ro- uh, we see uh, Daphne and Martin kind of like 
let loose with you know talk about some real feelings seems like that's one of the only times they've had like a candid conversation with each other that's true based on their reactions i mean it's so fucking next level when she says uh martin i think of you kind of as a pet yeah oh damn i forgot to build up to that <laughs> which right. i'll never yeah. forget yeah. and will inform every time i view any of these episodes yeah. like okay. in the back that's of her what head she's fair yeah. enough because it, it did build to that moment so it's like it that made it that uh, to me that makes it worth it <laughs> like yeah. to, if they're going if that's where they're heading to let me take the journey i think of you as me pet as me pet <laughs> i kind of always thought of you as like a fucking little stupid pet i could like sort of, like feed and clean up after oh mr and crane massage. i should say this but uh <laughs> i'm like your owner <laughs> your little dumb dog he's almost like like I, you and Eddie. I control everything you do. And Martin's no, like, oh, oh, I pay you. Yeah. <laughs> what the I, hell are you talking about? <laughs> who rescued who? Oh. You oh. fucked up my mucka bees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, so, you nuked my mucka bees. Nuked my mucka bees. So, um, yeah, Daphne gets depressed because she's looking around the restaurant. And also, why would you go to a restaurant on Valentine's Day? It was a nice one, too. Vulnerable? Yeah, yeah. Nice kind of weird, yeah. Like do like a Trader Joe's burrito. Yeah. Make a movie. Make it. Get a nice like wine and cheese plate going. Do a red box. Yeah. It's the one night when you know you need to stay out. People in, in relationships try to avoid going out on yeah. Valentine's Day. So what are you doing? I think there? red box may be a little too sad. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of the saddest shit I can possibly think oh, okay. of. So okay. Like, Fair well enough. <laughs> so um, we're talking Domino's Pizza, Red Box. Dude, Martin would invest in Red Box. <laughs> <laughs> we're going on a walk with, with Eddie to the nearest 7 Eleven. <laughs> These things are great, Frage. <laughs> It's only a dollar. I can get the same movies I see at the five dollar theater <laughs> for less. And sit on my own chair. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Daphne's pitiful. Then Martin consoles her. Right. Martin's pitiful. Then Daphne consoles him. Yep. They end up making each other feel weird over their consolation. Um, I, I don't know. We also noted Martin gets confused for being her husband, then her father. Yeah. Uh, the wait staff at this fancy restaurant is wearing these uh, like. Canary yellow yeah. polos, so they look like short uh, sleeve cotton polos. Yeah, short sleeve With cotton polos. With khaki pants. So, uh, um, Idris, 94. you you uh, <laughs> observe. They look like volunteer caddies. Yeah. <laughs> that some, goes some event. They got some kids to like <laughs> carry these old guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Memorial Day at the, Can I the take club. Take your club, sir. Um, or and then uh, Zach said, or, or Best Buy trainees <laughs> to give you a sense for how these folks looked. Um, I'll check in the back. I'll ask my manager if we have that. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Fuck I um, that. This can I just I'll... say fuck Best Buy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything good going on there except like they they still sell those like stereo sets where there's like so, there's like some crazy ass just preset like those are tight. light show yeah. demo thing. Those that are is, cool. Like, yeah, I really still fuck with those. But the, the last time. I had, can I just say real quick? Oh, the course, last yeah. time I had to go to Best Buy, it was on like uh, a like kind of like a Don Quixote esque mission where like <laughs> for my to like set up a new TV at my mom's house and like <laughs> to set up Uh-oh. this like DVD recorder so that they could record DVDs off the TV and Whoa. they're. I knew that it wasn't. I, gonna, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> it seems it ex- highly illegal. It exists. No, it exists. It's just like no one uses it anymore because there's so many DVR easier like, ways to do it. Yeah, DVR. You streaming. probably fill a DVD pretty quick too. You can't like yeah. switch the DVD. And the, like it, there wasn't. There basically wasn't enough inputs in like the new, you know, the new DVD player or something like that to use, or the new TV to use it. And so like I had to like at, go up to the Best Buy guy and ask for some part that I knew didn't exist, and then have to like sit there. <laughs> well, he tries to fucking 
can big time me and be like, oh, yeah, that kind of doesn't really exist. You might want to just upgrade your player. Like, I just had to listen to a fucking guy with a ponytail say this to me. I'm trying to, like, do something nice for my ma. Jesus. Yeah, work with me here, Mr. Best Buy. Yeah, you're, brutal. Your blood boiled. Oh, yeah. Dude, I hear you, dude. If I was, like, Christopher from The Sopranos or any Joe Pesci character, it would have ended in violence. But thankfully, I'm a more evolved human. Very good. <laughs> what the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Um, last Change thing I'll my s- system. <laughs> last thing I'll say about this episode and that last vignette is that uh, Grammar does a terrible job directing because there's there's several points where the line is something awkward was just said and one of them says let's just order and so they're quiet and they look down at their menus and there's like a three second beat or something like That's that. Bad TV. Which, yeah, yeah, no, no ordering is done and then suddenly it's played for laughs that one of them is like. So why do you think I'm good looking? You right. know, in order to get a boost to the ego, but yeah. um, the beats are off. Yeah, and um, it just must have been so fucking. I wonder brutal. if that was like the last one he directed. The first, <laughs> first I think and so. Only like and that was because what do we we figure? I mean, I think it's probably safe to assume most sitcom episodes are shot in a week, right? Like just a work week, and so that had to be like Friday afternoon where they spent. At least the first three days on the Niles' the David part, Hart- yeah. was probably had to re- be reshot, and he had to stay there like way past. Oh, you know that's a late night just on that him. one. Yeah, and like the crew's tired. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. But that's the one they spent the most time We're on, I'm sure. There. And then the 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 middle one that like that took up a lot of time too because Fraser gets to be with like a, a nice looking woman, so you know he's <laughs> fucking milking it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, they're like, "Yeah, we'll throw you guys a bone. Yeah, whatever. You get to be at a restaurant." And that part the- took like twenty minutes to shoot yeah the rest of it was like four days and it's just uh you know perry gilpin and and john mahoney are contractually obligated to be there so (laughs) they have to write something for him he directed five hold on wow he directed 36 episodes wow that makes more sense because there were a ton of episodes we were talking it's 11 seasons yeah yeah and the last couple of seasons there were probably some throwaway episodes i'm sure (laughs) there is i'm there right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. Any last thoughts about Frasier? Uh, oh, uh, last last note. You refer to him as a leering cretin. Oh, yes. absolutely. That is a beautiful summation of his whole existence. And it was cr- incredible because I said that, and then literally the next thing that happened was a reaction shot where he was leering in the most unpleasant way conceivable. Yeah, with the goblin face. Yeah, yeah, with the Willem <laughs> Dafoe face. <laughs> He's looking in a mirror, and and that actually goes along because one one time he didn't he make like a Gollum esque noise. Yes. So both both Gollum and the Green Goblin both. Have have times where they talk to themselves with and like one is a nice face and one is a mean bad face so that's totally appropriate he is that guy sex is the ring for him (laughs) he's like a dr jekyll mr hyde kind of hideous combo Uh, and we love him and we (laughs) love him and he's the face of seattle and we all try to be like him and we all try to do everything just like him all right great note to end on